Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Attraction Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Wilkinson, also known as the Queen of the Quantum Leap. As a manifestation and business coach, I help women activate their magnetism, consciously manifest and intentionally quantum leap their business while earning abundantly. After quitting my nine to five during the global pandemic, I was able to build a magnetic six figure online business in less than a year at the age of 22. I'm all about attraction over hustling and here you'll learn how to play in the quantum, collapse time and achieve results that completely defy logic. So are you ready for your next quantum leap? Let's dive straight in. All right. Welcome everyone to the Becoming You podcast. I am so excited to have a guest on the show today. Her name is Katie Wilkinson and I've been kind of stalking her on Instagram for quite a while. And we just happen to be now in the same mastermind with our business coach. So when we started, you know, hanging out with them in the mastermind, I was like, Katie, you got to come on my podcast so that I can interview on all things manifestation and law of attraction, because she is an expert when it comes to that. She has built her entire business on teaching people how to manifest miracles in their life. So Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Beza. And I find it so funny that you've been stalking me because I have been stalking you as well. And when I came into a mastermind, I'm like, it's Beza, the OG. Like, so awesome. I love that we're connected now. It's so funny how you're like, me? You've been starting me? What's so special about me? <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. So tell us, um, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, what you do for a living. And I think this is very relevant, like how old you are. <laughs> yes. So hello, everybody. My name is Katie Wilkinson. Obviously, Visa gave an amazing introduction, but I'm 22. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I am a manifestation, quantum and business coach. So I really help people tap into the infinite realm of the quantum, defy logic, collapse time intentionally and quantum leap into that next level. So you can have all the wealth, abundance and freedom that you have ever desired. Oh, love it. I love how succinct and articulate that was. Um, so for people who might be very new to the law of attraction and the manifestation world, maybe they've just picked up the book and read The Secret and think, oh my God, like it's so easy, right? Let's mm. just start there. Um, what would you tell people who have just read The Secret and thinks the law of attraction is going to be super easy to do? All they have to do is think of something that they want and then they start to realize wait it's actually not as easy as the book so what are some common mistakes people might be making when they get introduced to the law of attraction maybe getting frustrated yes so I want to first of all start with what law of attraction manifestation is for anyone who's new like you might have not even read the secret so um law of attraction basically states attracts like it is a natural universal immutable law so there are 12 or some people say there's like more like 30 universal laws um, and you can't necessarily see it but it is there just like gravity there's no on and off switch so it's constantly operating in this um, way that like attracts like and a common thing is that when people start to learn about it it's like oh my goodness why didn't I know about this I am far behind in the game and now they're trying to work it all out and the thing I want to explain is that 
manifestation doesn't just happen the moment that you realize it. Manifestation has been operating all of the time, literally since the day you have been born, you have been manifesting. The difference is now you're doing it consciously or now you're doing it intentionally. So you can call things into your life. You can attract and magnetize certain potentials and desires rather than just living as a byproduct and having this feedback loop of reaction and response and creating that reality in that way. And so with manifestation, the secret isn't my favorite kind of media and the way that it depicts manifestation. I feel like it can be very confusing and um, people see it in a certain way. So what I like to say is that ultimately we are all energetic beings at a subatomic particle. If you look at um, the quantum, quantum physics, which I like to go deeper into, which is like the, the, the core of manifestation, um, is that atoms are 99.99999% energy and the rest is um matter so 0.0001% matter a lot of people think we live in a form world we actually live in an energetic world if you look in an atom it's just space that space is pure potential we are energetic beings and we're connected to the all these energetic potentials which exist out there so what it is it's about aligning our frequency to attracting desire because like attracts like we can only attract what we are available for. We can only attract what we are an energetic match for. Just like the world, just like your phone, just like the Wi-Fi, just like a radio, everything has emits a frequency. Everything has a wavelength, right? And so in order for you to actually attract what you want, you have to attune your frequency so what you are emitting is a match. And one of the biggest myths that you are kind of asking about is people think you have to be high vibe all the time. That's why a lot of, um, you know, things out there talking about manifestation, I don't actually agree with because saying eliminate all negative thoughts, overcome all limiting beliefs, don't have any um, percentage of doubt in your body and you must be high vibe all of the time, which isn't the case. It's just about accessing the version of you who already has it and shifting and expanding your energy so you can contain and hold that power of your desire. The version of you that already has your desire isn't high vibe all the time. The version of you that already has your desire, she isn't happy all of the time. She has bad days. She experiences life because she is a human. She experiences the whole entire spectrum of human emotions. And so that's, that's one of the biggest things. And people realize that you don't have to become this unrealistic, enlightened God in order to attract. You don't have to think positive all the time. You just have to be, you just have to embody the resonance, the frequency and the vibration, this power that she holds in herself. That is when you're able to attract and magnetize and collapse time and able to live out this life. At the beginning, it's not easy for a lot of people because we've been living in this reactionary state. I can only feel emotions and experience things based on my current reality. This is the opposite. Manifestation is I get to, to feel first and then I attract from that state. So it's about leaning into this leadership of I am the co-creator of my life rather than I am the byproduct of my physical reality. Wow, I can tell that you are so like, you're such an authority on this because you just channel and stream all of this knowledge and magic. So one of the things that stood out to me from what you were saying is about the atom. I'm kind of a science geek um, yeah. that, you know, 99.99999% of it is space, like things you can't see, right? And like 0.00001% is the actual matter. Mm -hmm. So if you flip it to human beings, that basically means we are trying to force and change 
0.0000001% of the actual reality that we can tangibly touch and see. And we are leaving 99.9% of what we don't see. Would you say that's yes. correct? Exactly. And so that's the, the problem is people are stuck in this world of three dimension of form, which is the densest of um, frequencies, right? If we look at the uh, electromagnetic spectrum, form vibrates really slowly versus um, energy and um, things that we can't see vibrate at a higher faster frequency. And so a lot of the time we're trying to manipulate and influence interact with form. That's not what manifestation is. We're actually influencing the space between. We're actually influencing how electrons appear. We're using and interacting with subatomic particles at that level. So it's a completely different thing. The moment that you take your attention off form, the moment you disidentify with form and tap into energetic potential, things flow so much easier because you tapped into the 99.9999%. You're not gonna get anywhere if you're focusing on only the 0.0001%. So that's what it is. It's overcoming these constructs that society has created around what is real and what is not. Some people think it's delusional because it's like, well, I have to believe in the unseen more than the seen. And yes, it might seem delusional because that's what we've been fed, but it really is the truth of the matter. I mean, you believe in the internet. We right now are not in the same place and we're able to record this. How does that even work? Our brains can't fully comprehend it, but iCloud, we can understand. We like believe in that. We believe in the internet. We believe in these all unseen things. It's time to start believing in the unseen reality, and the energetics that is life. Yeah, I love you know, what you said about the unseen thing, because once you've already thought it and desire it, it is already done, right? And I used to yes. have such a hard time wrapping my head around, what does that even mean? And I, and I have a very real life example to share with this. So one of the things that I journal on, or I have been journaling a lot recently about is that my clients rave about me and they recommend and refer my work to everybody, right? And so our brain is always like, well, you can just write all that stuff all you want. It's actually not happening, right? That's the 3D world, like the tangible stuff that we hang on to and focus on all the things we don't want to be focusing on. And today I had a client come and tell me, I have been recommending you to everybody ever since we started working together. And we've been working together for about two months now. And she's already sent me, you know, referrals and things like that. But none of those referrals have reached out to me, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been happening. So for me, it was such an aha moment. I was like, wow, the moment I asked for it, it already happened. But yes. just because the evidence didn't show up in my world, I just kept thinking, oh, it hasn't, it hasn't materialized, but mm -hmm. it already had. <laughs> I just didn't know about it. <laughs> Yes. And this is the crazy thing because time doesn't actually exist. So I work with a lot of clients and sometimes it's like, oh, they manifested this thing, but it actually happened before they even put in their like order to the universe. So let's say I was working with a client and they were manifesting money. And then literally that day they received a check in the mail, but that check in the mail was written days ago, but they only put in the order with the universe that day. How does that even work? Because time is a construct, time doesn't exist. So it doesn't matter when you say it, but it's always happening, orchestrating in the background in that way. Everything already exists. Everything is already happening. That's the quantum. All potentials, all timelines, all um, dimensions, all alternate realities exist on this equal one plane that's already there. 
but it's just the intention, the conscious decision to actually pinpoint it. That's moment, as you said, I love the word that you used, materialized, because if we look back into the atom, going back to science, electrons don't actually orbit the nucleus. That's actually the old way of looking at an atom. Electrons form an electron cloud around the nucleus. So you can't actually see them, but the moment that you look for an electron is the moment that it materializes into physical reality. And when you look away or your, your attention changes, it dissolves back into the cloud. And so this is kind of what quantum is. All the potentials exist. You might not be able to see it because potentials are energy. Desire is energy. But the moment that you intentionally decide that this is how, uh, not how, but where, and this is um, like where what I anticipate is what I create. That's what I like to say. So where you anticipate it to happen, it materializes, but it was always there in energetic form. Now you're just bringing it into physical reality. And that's the difference. A lot of people chase the physical reality, focusing on the lack of where it's not here. When you realize that it's already there in an energetic form that you might not be able to see with your physical eye, but you can already feel within, that's when the game changes because there is no lack. There is no behind. There is no, I don't have this or I'm not good enough. It's everything's available to me. Which one do I decide to tap into? Mm, wow. So much to unpack there. So I wanted to ask you more than the doing, right? I think we mm -hmm. all of us fall into this trap of I've got to do more to get more. And we all do too much. <laughs> And I know that you coach your clients on doing less to attract more. So yes. can you can you talk about that to people like me who it's so hardwired in me that anytime I'm not getting the results that I desire, the immediate thought is, well, I'm just not doing it right. Or I'm just not mm -hmm. working hard enough. I just don't have the right strategies. Mm -hmm. So if a client comes to you with that, like what would how would you coach them? So we are all we all struggle with the same thing. I do too. We live in this culture where it's the more you work, the more results you get. It's always hustle, put your head down, keep working, keep going, just try harder and try harder. But in the quantum, in the universe, in manifestation, the universe doesn't care how hard you work. When I'm trying to materialize something, it's not my effort that materializes it. Going back to the beginning of the podcast, what materializes it? What attracts it? What brings something into my reality? Energy. As long as you are in energetic alignment, you are able to magnetize the specific desire into your reality. And so I'm not anti-action. There's actually a law called the law of action, which is part of the 12 universal laws, including law of attraction. If you sat around all day and literally did nothing, you'd probably have a hard time getting anywhere. Like you can't start a business just by sitting down and not, not doing anything, right? You have to take the important steps. But realizing what are the non-negotiable steps in order for me to get to my desire or not even get to my desire to material. So I don't like this idea of chasing of I'm getting somewhere. There's nowhere to get to. There is no there. Because you're already there. there. <laughs> you're already there. You're already embodied. This is the thing, right? There's no lack. So there's no rush. Like to stop chasing. Chasing is the opposite of magnetizing. You stay where you are. You call it in, right? We don't chase after things. Things come to us. And so it's a different vibration. But in that state, energy still plays a really important role because any, uh, sorry, action, I meant to say action plays a really important role in energy. Why? Because action influences our energy. And so when people tell me that they've been doing everything and hustling so hard and working so hard and things haven't happened yet, well, I ask them, how is your energy going? How does this make you feel? A lot of the time, the harder we work, the more we feel into this scarcity, the more we feel like, oh, it has to come. The, the, we often take action 
expecting results. We often take action to looking for something to happen in return, right? In exchange. That is not abundant, right? We do things because we're passionate. We do things because we love it. We do things because we want to. That is magnetism, not because you should or you have to. And so I'm not anti-strategy. I'm not anti-action. But if you do desire to take action, when you do take action, it's from a different place. It's not from I'm taking action to get there. It's I'm taking action because I'm already there. It's because I'm taking action because I'm already here. Because that version of me that already embodies her desire and is living that life, this is the action that she takes. Like if you were fully booked out with clients, if you were making a million dollars in your business, whatever goal that you have, ask yourself, would she be taking the same action as you were taking today? And most of the time when I tell people that, they say, no, I would lean back. I would take, I would put in less work. I would hustle less. And so this is the difference. Some people would say that actually work more. There is no right or wrong on what action you should or shouldn't take. The only right action is the action that feels aligned. It's action that is helping you embody the version of you that already has it. So that's the difference between taking action because I need to, taking action because that's the only way to get there versus if I already had it and if my energy is already aligned in that way, what action is flowing out of me? It's the path of least resistance, which enables us to materialize and attract more than purely the hustle. And when you know that, you don't go into this hustle and grind mode anymore. You're able to sit back and relax and that no matter how much action that I do or don't take, that's irrelevant. Action has, doesn't have to have any thing to do with whether or not I attract it's energy first and then take action from that energetic state yeah I think I, I'm still working on that part <laughs> we all are oh my gosh I know recently I've been watching your Instagram stories and you talk a lot about collapsing time yes I love that topic so can we dive a little deeper into what does it mean to collapse time and how can each one of us collapse time hmm so when I talk about collapsing time, a lot of people might think that it's like a woo-woo thing. Like it's just a term that we throw around. Like a lot of people throw around the term quantum leap. Collapsing time is something that I do intentionally. Just like I manifest, collapsing time is something that you can decide that gets to happen for you. But the number one thing to understand, first of all, when we collapse time is that you can only collapse time when you don't live in a realm that has time. Time literally is a construct. Time doesn't exist. Why? Because the only thing that exists is this moment, the infinite now, what I like to say, the access point into the quantum. The past doesn't exist. That's just a memory. That's just what our mind has attached and clinged onto. The future doesn't exist because tomorrow never, ever comes. You don't receive in the, now, uh, in the future. Nothing happens in the future. Things only happen in the now. So if you realize that time isn't actually a thing, that it's literally just a construct, and that everything exists in this one moment, like I was saying, all dimensions or potentials or alternate realities exist in this one moment, you're you're able to go beyond time. When you go beyond time, you're able to manipulate time. You're not actually really manipulating time because it doesn't exist in the quantum realm, but it looks like you're manipulating time in the physical world because in the physical world we set timelines we say that oh to make a million dollars is going to take this long and to pay off your debt it's going to take this long and to pay off your mortgage is going to take this long right and so when someone does it quicker they're like how did you do that that defies logic that's collapsing time and so collapsing time is just rather than running the race faster right because we're not running a race there is no speed in the quantum. Speed is distance divided by time. There's no distance in the quantum. There's no time in the quantum. You're not going anywhere. In the quantum, you teleport. 
right? There's no need to run or walk or travel. Again, we stay where we are, things come to us. So that's collapsing time. It's deciding to call in the potential now. And so I don't set deadlines for things. It's about removing the timeline. What if you understood that that potential and that reality is, exists today? How do we step into that? Or how do we bring that into the now? That's collapsing time. Just like two years ago, I was making $20 an hour. Today, I'm making 30,000 plus months. That realistically does not make sense. Like, how does that timeline work? It's because I've overcome time and realized that there is no time. There is no race to run. It's just, I'm energetically available for this now and I'm not available for anything less. Then it comes in because I don't give myself a deadline for when it happens. It happens today and today, every single morning when I wake up, it's not happening in the future. It's not happening in a month. It's not happening in a year. It's happening now. If I tap into the version of me who's already done it, so similar to quantum leaping, I tap into the version of me who already has it, what occurred? What action is she taking? How is her energy? That's how you bridge the gap. You become an energetic match. If there are any discrepancies between the version of you now and the version of you who already has it, you're not able to collapse time. The moment that you quantum leap, the moment that you collapse time is when your frequency, vibration, energy matches. You become an energetic match. And seeing your goal as something in the future creates gap. That widens the gap. The whole process of collapsing time is reducing the gap. So there is no gap. So the version of you now is the version of you that hasn't. That's when it comes in. And we've seen it happen. There are people who buy a lottery ticket and overnight they become a millionaire. For some people, they never could become a millionaire the whole entire lifetime because they accessed that potential. They stayed in the frequency of that desire and they collapsed time. So it looked like in the in the in physical reality that how the hell did they even have it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense never makes sense it's never predictable but they just access that potential and tuned in and then it materialized i could talk to you for hours on this so my next question is to ask a very practical question so i get conceptually everything that you are saying mm -hmm. and in you know to be an energetic match and it has to be like always in the now because all we have is the now what are some practical, because, and again, you know, only like 5% of our thought, our conscious, right? Everything else yeah. is happening on a subconscious and an unconscious level. So how can you become an energetic match to a dream, right? When you don't necessarily always know what your subconscious and the unconscious thinking. So how can you get everything in alignment? If Does that make sense? How do you get your conscious, yes. your subconscious and unconscious in alignment, what practical tools do you recommend? Mm -hmm. So I personally just think that it's just a decision that I know there's a lot of people says you need to reprogram your mind and you need to change your way, your brain wavelengths or brain waves, sorry. And then you need to do all these things. But in the quantum, if we go back and think that there are no rules. So it's not saying that unless you change your subconscious mind, you can't access the quantum, you can't quantum leap. Unless you change your brainwaves, then you can't. We create rules. And this is part of when you ask yourself, what do I need to do in order to become it? That's the moment where you're outside of the quantum because there's nothing that you need to do. It's just a decision. I know it's like a brain, like your mind is like, what the hell? I know my brain but is like melting right now. Yes, right. And it does it, not compute, does not compute. Yes, because we're in this world of like logic and science and constructs and nothing can happen unless you follow the procedure and the rules and it must align in this certain way. But 
The quantum is the fact that there are no rules. The moment you place a rule and a condition and a limitation on it is the moment that you've limited yourself right? So you don't have to meditate to access quantum. I don't meditate every single day. You don't have to stay high vibe all the time. You don't have to change your brain waves. You don't, there's nothing that you need to do, but just decide when I'm accessed it, I'm tapped in. I am universal, universal consciousness. I am energy. That's the moment it changes. You know, some people might say that logically doesn't make sense, but the universe doesn't have a rule around that. There's a few conditions of the quantum, for example, like if you're operating on time, you're not in the quantum. If you're operating on physical space and focusing on form, then you're not in the quantum. Then if you are focusing on sequences and hierarchies and, and steps, you're operating more in 3D than you are quantum. But overall, it's not saying that you must follow this procedure in order to enter, in order to access, in order to collapse time, in order to create a change. It's purely just a decision. But that decision involves so much more than just, oh, okay, I'm in it. It's like you need to fully embody it, right? And so it's fully overcoming these constructs, becoming an energetic match by really asking yourself, if I fully, fully understand that time is an, a factor, that all these things are constructs and I'm tapped in into this infinite space of the quantum, how can I embody that every second of every single day? Then from that space of embodiment, similar to the previous thing we're talking about action, then you can take and incorporate certain rituals into that. So I never say start with the ritual, start with the embodiment piece. Then if you decide to do the ritual, because I know you love breath work, right? And some people might say like, oh, you have to do breath work in order to access it. There's no have to, there's no should, there's no like must follow procedure. But for a lot of us, again, we, we require action to align mm. our energy. Right. A lot of us, we can't just sit and energetically change our energy in order to feel the difference. A lot of us find that movement or breath work or meditation or EFT or journaling enables us to step deeper into that energetic potential. And so align first, understand what it is that you want and the energetic frequency that you might, you were desiring to expand into. Then from that place, feel, oh, I find, feel that a breath work session is going to expand my energy into this frequency more. You're not doing it so you can access the quantum. You're not doing it because you must do it. You're doing it because this is helping me embody more, right? Again, you're not doing anything in order to get somewhere. You're doing it because that's the embodiment piece. Yeah. And so if you decide a ritual, that's why you're doing it. Don't do it to do it. Don't do it because you have to do it. Mm. Do it because the process creates an energetic shift I, I i don't teach a lot of techniques purely because people get so caught up in the technique that they forget why they're doing the technique the technique is there to change your energy if you get up from your meditation session from your breathwork session from your journaling session and you do not feel different you've done nothing you've wasted your time and you know that you feel the energetic shifts and you've done a breathwork session why do a breathwork session if you can't feel anything after it it's the energy that is shifting during the session yeah, I look at these modalities and correct me if I'm wrong, as a doorway in. Yes, it's a what I have to call portal yeah. into the quantum. Yeah, that's how I look at all these modalities. There is no right modality to manifest. No. It's just whatever works for you. And sometimes you just have to try a few things. And like Katie says, it doesn't leave you feeling better than when you first started. It doesn't have to be a whole lot better, but is there a shift within you? Would you say exactly. that's right? That's exactly how I describe it. Yeah, awesome. Um, I wanted to ask, what are some amazing things that you and your clients have manifested 
Like oh, I would love to hear some yes. stories that kind of leaves no doubt in anyone's mind of like, oh my gosh, that really is like the manifest manifestation at its best. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that I like to say is that manifestation is only going to work for you if you believe in it. Like if you're trying to look for evidence as to why manifestation is true, or if you're needing to prove it, if you don't believe in it, it's not going to happen, right? Because what you believe you receive, that's the whole base of manifestation. So it's just knowing that you get, you choose to believe because you want it to work for you. <laughs> I know a lot of people are skeptical about it. Stay skeptical if you want, but you're not going to be able to access all these awesome potentials. Um, so one of my favorite stories isn't a client of mine, but it's actually my mother's story. And again, we do manifestation of it uh, a lot of the time subconsciously rather than consciously, because as long as, again, you have that intention, a lot of us do it when we're children, we daydream, you're like, when I want to be old, I'm going to have this and this and that. And, and we, we set our intentions and we feel into the energy and then we're able to collapse time in that way. And so my mother wasn't doing it intentionally, but um, she was able to create incredible results. So she actually is from China. My mother used to live in China. She immigrated here um, to Australia when she was around 24. She came here and she was $20,000 in debt. $20,000 in debt. And she had to hustle and work hard. She barely could even speak the language. She was um, experiencing, you know, racism and all this stuff. And she was able to identify what it is that she wants, the reality that she decided to create. And then a few years later, I mean, she's now a self-made multi-millionaire. And so when people tell me that they can't do this, that because they're behind, that because they have a handicap, I go back to my mother's story. She's one of my biggest, biggest inspirations. And even when I look at her, I'm like, hey, I haven't even like had a quantum leap that big. Like that is incredible. Again, there's actually no big or small quantum leap, but from $20,000 in debt, an immigrant living in a brand new country that she doesn't even know how to speak the language to being a self-made multimillionaire. If she can do that, anything, anything is possible. There is literally no excuse. Um, I have gone from, as I said, $20 an hour to um, $30,000 a month in two years at the age of 22. That's pretty unrealistic for a lot of people. Um, I've manifested a beautiful house and a car. I have I always manifest upgrades. So like business class flight upgrades. Every time I go to a hotel, I get upgrades in that way. I just I've manifested lots of money in a short periods of time. Things are just always happening. My clients as well, like a lot of my clients, it doesn't look like their business is going to take off in very quickly because they don't have a lot of followers. They don't have the media coverage. They don't have all these things and they don't have um, a network, but they end up, you know, hitting five, 10, 15 K months in the first few months of business because we're able to overcome that and realize these factors have nothing to do with your business. So there are just so many miracles all of the time happening. They're actually not miracles. They are things that get to happen and get to be regular for you all of the time. So if you're looking, if you want to look for reasons why it can work, they're all there. If you want to look for reasons why it doesn't work, the reasons are there as well. If you want to find excuses, you always will. It's just deciding to see it in change your perspective. Glass half full, glass half empty. How do you want to live your life? And I always say, if you fight for your excuses, get to keep them. No one's here to convince you otherwise. I'm not here to convince you that manifestation is real. I'm not here to convince you that quantum is real. I live my life. If you like it, if you like the lifestyle I live, if you like the results, I'm happy to have you on the inside and teach you and guide you and show you all the beautiful secrets of the universe. But I don't need to convince anyone to live by manifestation. It's your choice. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. And I remember somebody had posted something, um, question about the law of attraction and what does the audience think? Is it real or not? And then I saw so many comments of people 
arguing against it and was like this is like hogwash doesn't work like I can't just meditate all day and manifest like all the people who believe in it are fools and I was just kind of standing back and observing it it was like so interesting it's like why would you make life harder for yourself Mm, like that's the thing it's a choice (laughs) they want to play the victim unfortunately I'm like if you want to believe that you have to work and sacrifice to make that money and have a successful life, go for it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and waste my energy and argue against you. Exactly. I choose to step into the quantum flow and have things, Mm -hmm. you know, handed to me. (laughs) We're just showing you that there's another way to live outside of that. But if you don't want to join us, then it's all right. Exactly, exactly. Um, I have two little kids and I want Mm -hmm. to, not want, I already have started like planting seeds about. Oh yes. I have a story for that. So we start things, you know, I've started small, like parking spots and weather, like some days they're like, oh, we want snow days. Right. And then Mm -hmm. like, tell them, you know, you can manifest anything you want. Is that the day off school you want? Let's just put it Mm -hmm. out to the universe. And you know, so I would love some tips from you on how to start them young, because I yes. think it can make life so easy. I still want to instill, you know, work ethic and all that mm-hmm. good stuff, but I don't want them to go down the trail that I have, right? Which is mm-hmm. I'm doing all of this stuff. Yes, yes, and it's so important because it starts with the younger generations, and we can get them on board and understand that, and break the constructs and step out of the old paradigm life is going to become such an incredible, better place. And so for me, I experienced that with my own parents. So one of the reasons why I feel like I have so much knowledge and understanding and wisdom at such a young age is because, A, I've been doing it for lifetimes and this is my legacy to leave here on this planet. But my parents have been very conscious and intentional about planting those seeds even before I was born. So my parents have been really highly into personal development um, and motivational speakers. And they used to go to all these seminars where they would talk about all this stuff. I don't think they like intentionally or specifically used the word manifestation, but they would talk about, you know, you can create your reality. You can do whatever you want. You can do all this stuff. And when my mom was actually pregnant with me, she went to one of these seminars and that day, all of a sudden she had this feeling of like, I want to be that. She looked at the person on stage and said, I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to speak on this stuff. I want to go out there. And she'd never, ever, ever had that thought ever before in her life. She was like, I don't even really know how to speak English properly. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be seen. But in that moment, she realized, oh my goodness, that's not me. That's like my future daughter in my, in my womb. And now she tells me that story. And it's just so crazy to see what I'm doing now. And so I was absorbing that information before I was born. Like I decided on my path when I was in the womb. So it's so crazy when people say how I got into this, like my parents and, and just universe has set me up for it since the very beginning with um, after I was born, my parents are constantly feeding me all this stuff. So I, the, the point of this conversation, this story is that it's not actually so much about what you consciously do. It's actually about what you subconsciously show them. It's children don't learn so much by what you say. Children learn more by observation. So by you living a quantum life, by you living the principles of manifestation, they'll see that. They don't, people don't need to ask questions when they see it already happening. People understand through the witnessing of it occurring you don't need to teach necessarily in a formal manner of explaining what manifestation is kids already live in the quantum we're born in the quantum we don't understand time we don't understand all this stuff we're already living and breathing it but it's that's the thing you don't learn manifestation 
You don't learn quantum, you remember it. We came from the quantum as souls. And so kids are such in this beautiful place. And that's why they're very intuitive and they see and hear things that we don't. They're already tapped in. So the thing isn't to necessarily teach them. It's just to help them remain tapped in so they don't get pulled out and sucked out by society by all the constructs that were drilled into us by the time we're even born so i think what you're doing is amazing by teaching them conscious manifestation with car parts and all this stuff but by you just living it they get it kids already get it they understand manifestation at a deeper level they are living and breathing it they're so much smarter than us children are and so by constantly being that example and 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 define the constructs when they are brought to them, you're able to make them see bigger. So when kids hear something, or maybe it's an ad on TV or a show where it says, oh, you have to work hard to earn it, you can explain to them, well, actually, you can if you want to, but that doesn't have to be real. Or um, I had a client who said um, she was experiencing this thing where a child said, oh, mom, why can't we be successful like them? And she felt really disappointed. I said, this is a great opportunity to explain to them what success is and it has nothing to do with external. Success is all to do with internal. So it's this constant living and breathing and reminding themselves you get to choose what you want to believe and question everything, teaching mm-hmm. them to question everything. Is this the truth or is just this just someone's construct an idea that they decided to create right they get to create their own rules and so my parents did that subconsciously when we were in the car um we weren't allowed to listen to music in the car we were only allowed to listen to motivational tapes and those recorded seminars and i was so sick of it at the time i was like what the hell is this um but now i'm so grateful and my dad listens to every single podcast episode that i put out and he says everything that you're saying comes from these tapes you sound like those tapes and i'm like i don't even remember i only remember one story it but it's obviously gone into my brain like a sponge and so it's these small things that we do it's a way of living it's a way of being a role model showing up as a leader for them we don't have to necessarily sit down and do formal teaching because they already live and breathe it Um, but it's up to you but it's so powerful important and i'm so glad that you're able to show up as a leader for your children in that way so they don't have to get consumed in the fake constructs of this world and able to overcome all of a lot of the times i feel like i'm failing as a parent but i also there's also a part of me that knows i'm doing a fantastic job so they both there's no way to fail (laughs) yeah one um, cool story that right now stands out is my son was obsessed with getting this um, Hot Wheels garage thing. It's a monster. Yes. It's like five foot tall. It's taller than him. And I forget where he saw it. He was like, I'm five foot one, so I'm sure it's taller than me. <laughs> He's like, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And he put it on the Santa list. And Santa, there was a lot of stuff on the Santa list and Santa made the wrong choice that year <laughs> did not bring him the Hot Wheels garage so he was a bit disappointed like oh Santa didn't bring me what I wanted and I was like just put it out to the universe somehow exactly get it doesn't I, have to be on Christmas I kid you not like four or five months later it turns out one of his best friends actually had the garage they were getting moved and they wanted to get rid of a lot of their toys so he went on a play date he saw it and he was like you need to text them and ask them whether we can buy it off of them. And so we did it. I was, I felt a bit awkward. Like I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, sorry, you're moving, but can we have all of this stuff that you have? But mm-hmm. you know, as a parent, you are the advocate. And so exactly. I, I asked the mother and she was like, funnily enough, we were hoping to sell it. So we got it at like a deeply, deeply discounted price. And so there it was a wonderful lesson because here was, you know, the synchronicity of how it all came about and he got the thing that he wanted, but we also had him pay towards half of it, you know, like some yes. of the money and we put some of the money. So I was like, this is a good lesson. Like he's getting it's a lot of manifestation as well as learning the value of money. 
I love that. I love that. And that's the thing for anyone listening as well is that manifestation is often unpredictable. You can't predict it because the quantum is the unknown. The moment you can predict it is the moment you're, you're living back in 3D physical reality. Predictability is a, is a construct. And we're taught that we have to control and know and try to um, understand everything. And so the point is, is that you're not supposed to know the how supposed to come in the most crazy unpredictable of ways and I love that story and every single story that I've ever told people say yeah it didn't happen in the way that I expected it to and so it's just a wonderful confirmation even you can explain it to him that that's a thing you didn't know but you never know um, yeah, I think a lot about the law of attraction letting go of control and oh, surrendering so programmed to control because as soon as we think of a goal the immediate reaction is to try and figure out okay what are the steps that I need to take and how do I think this is going to happen? Like in business, when we reverse engineer everything and we're told to like manipulate and like, this is how many clients I need and this is how many sales I need and this month. And it's just like overdoing it because imagine if you could predict everything that happened. Oh my goodness, life would be so boring. There's a reason why it's unpredictable. It's because we get to learn to surrender, but we also get to have fun. I would literally die of boredom if I knew what was going to happen at every second of every day and could predict every single move that was going to happen in my world. I think I'm learning to surrender more and more each day. And I know, I know that the more you, you think you're surrendering, but you got to surrender some more. <laughs> yes, it's a continual journey for sure. Okay, I think that's all the questions I'd written down. Or if I hadn't specifically asked that question, we covered it. So I would love for our listeners to find out how, if they're interested in working with you, what are some ways that they can work with you or where can they find you? Yes. So I actually have my own podcast as well, which is called the Abundant Attraction Podcast. And we talk all things manifestation and quantum with literally how you can binge on all the different episodes there. Otherwise, I am active every single day over on my Instagram. It's at katie.wilkinson with two N's at the end over there. And I have so many different ways in which you can get into my energy, which you can learn about quantum and manifestation. This includes courses, masterclasses, programs, masterminds minds one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching I'm always making sure they have so many portals open so you can pick and choose and just dive in and I like to say that I am not necessarily a teacher I'm not here to help you learn manifestation or quantum I'm helping you remember it so it's a very different way of living and being in the way that I'm showing up in this world um, but we very much talk on topics of like wealth creation and building your business through these quantum principles Thank you, Katie. I just had a thought, which was, you know, you are the living embodiment of what it means to collapse time because you are 22 years old, which means nothing in the physical world, right? Because I know, I'm still a baby. <laughs> I know, in the physical world, like that feels so young, but I feel like you have, you're so much older, you know, energetically, I feel like you are so much older than that. And that's a compliment, by the way. Thank you. I know, it is. <laughs> It is. I do have an old soul. Everyone tells me that. And I'm very proud of it because of all, all the ages and lifetimes and centuries that I've lived before this. Yeah. Age really has nothing to do with like how successful you are, how rich you need to be nothing. Like I think you are no. the living embodiment of what it means to collapse time. So thank you. Thank you, Katie, for your time. This conversation has been absolute fire and your energy is incredible. And I know now why your, your clients get such incredible results um, because they're around in your energy. And it's, that's all is really needed to shift our own energy to somebody else 
with mm -hmm. you know incredible energy around you so your clients are very blessed to have you thank you so much visa that's all it is being expanded by energy and my energy is definitely expanded after this podcast interview so thank you so much for having me on thank you bye bye